Welcome to Commercial Real Estate School. I'm Kyle and Sarah, a commercial real estate advisor based out of New York City. And I just want to take a second because this is our first series and give you just a quick rundown of how this show will work as it's a bit different than most of the other podcasts you may listen to. Each of my guests have recorded a series of 10 short form episodes. Each one of those episodes are actionable information, all killer, no filler, if you know what I mean, four to 10 minutes long, and they're all top commercial real estate professionals in the country. I'm talking about brokers, investors, developers, you name it. They're coming from ranging uh, backgrounds and different parts of the country. So my goal really with this show is to provide as much valuable insight information while also leaving you guys plenty of time to tend to your clients' needs and, of course, get deals done. Today, we kick it off with none other than Eddie Gonzalez, a veteran commercial broker and content creator based out of Phoenix, Arizona. Have you ever wanted to own a slice of a skyscraper, multifamily asset, or industrial warehouse? You see, billionaires have long used real estate investments to build and protect their wealth. And that's because the rules of real estate investing have traditionally favored the rich until now. Lex is a new way to invest in real estate. The truth is the best commercial real estate deals are hard to find. Unless you're an accredited investor or have some other type of access. I mean, even then you've got things like crowdfunding, REITs, and sky high investment minimums to choose from until Lex. Lex IPOs building so you can start investing today. By taking buildings public, Lex has created a new way for you to invest in marquee commercial real estate. Build a portfolio by picking the buildings you want to invest in. Each building gets a stock chart, a ticker symbol, and trades just like other stocks. You can even hold these shares in your existing brokerage account after the IPO. And as a shareholder, you can get paid dividends flowing from the rent paid by tenants, earning you tax-advantaged passive income. Unlike other platforms, you can freely trade in and out of your positions without lockups or holds. You can get started today in just minutes and start exploring Lex's live and upcoming IPOs. So head over to lex-markets.com, sign up using the code CREschool, and get a $50 bonus when you deposit at least $500. Again, that's lex-markets.com, code CREschool. Lex, real estate investing for all. Eddie, you were talking about setting up tenant and client expectations. Why is that so important? Because a lot of these ladies and gentlemen don't know our market. They don't know what they're walking into. And if you're walking into an expectation like a meeting that I had last Wednesday, they said, yeah, you know, we're going to be ready to move into the new space by the end of this month. Mm. And my thought process is this is a three to six month process. And I need to deliver that information in a way that A, doesn't offend them but I also want to set them up for success to let them know that this is a process and to just go find a space and lease it in a few days can be done. It's not impossible. I've, I've done a lease in less than 24 hours, but it's not ideal. And you find that the timing is the biggest challenge for the, for these tenants that who may be inexperienced in, in getting involved in any kind of commercial real estate transaction in terms of expectations. Yeah, I think, I think that's a part of it. And then also what the landlord is going to ask of them 
it, it's a lot. They're going to ask for a business plan. They're going to ask for all your personal financial information. They're probably going to ask for you to sign a personal guarantee. Yeah. There's a lot of moving parts to these leases. There's a lot of moving parts. And it also seems like there's a not a clear understanding on a lot of tenants behalf. Like even when they have the money and they have the business plan, they don't understand that the landlord might not pick you. Right. I mean, that, that happens, too. Yeah, it does happen. Um, it's, it, it's interesting that you say that because a building not lease related sales related. I had the conversation with the broker. We ended up winning the building, but at first they went with another buyer. And there's just some very specific things that a seller or a landlord are looking for. And it's not always going to be the same. Every deal is a little bit different. So this guy may be looking for as odd as it sounds, he wants a three-year lease, but the tenant wants a 10-year lease. Well, that kind of blows the deal out of the water. That's where on our end, as the broker, either talking to the landlord or talking to the other broker to see, okay, what does this guy want? What is ideal for them? And then I'm going to come back to my client, in this case, tenant rep, and say, hey, he needs a five-year lease and this, this, and this are very important for him as a landlord yeah for you as a tenant this this and this are important and then you kind of have to play that game that's where there's the multiple layers right like i mean the expectations on the landlord side versus the expectations on the tenant side and sometimes when you have a broker who's not they're not in line with their own whether they're repping the tenant or the landlord it can just become a little bit they're trying to you know squeeze a square peg through a round hole and you're like if you know if i would have known in the beginning that we couldn't do a 10-year deal here i would have never wasted anybody's time do you have a problem or do you have an issue rather um in your market where sometimes those expectations from the other side are not so clear yeah it happens it definitely happens and i think that's just a communication challenge mm -hmm. with the other broker the landlord's broker and the rep whoever's representing them so it, it definitely happens but I have kind of a list of questions that I plow through. And then the, the way that I know that there's not organization mm -hmm. on the other side is how they answer those particular questions. That's smart. So you suggest kind of like setting yourself up as if like you have to find out the expectations. You're not assuming anything. Absolutely. Assuming is not good in our industry. Thank you so much for checking out the first episode in the first series of the show. I would love it if you would subscribe wherever you're listening, and of course, leave us a review. Be sure to follow the show over at, at CRE School Podcast on Instagram. I'm Kyle and Sarah, and you've been listening to Commercial Real Estate School.